Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. How we doing, Rob? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing well. 201. Here we go. 201 episodes. Right out of the gates. We are off and running, buddy. Yep. And you know what? It's ironic that we're going to, you know, you and I have done this for a long time together as a team. And when you're some guys that are doing floors, uh, you have a partner and you or you have a crew working for you or what have you. And this episode I got from Mike Ritchie was uh, called in and, 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 and mentioned that this episode, he's a contractor in, uh, in uh, uh, Little Rock, uh, a little bit north of Little Rock, Arkansas, I believe north of Little Rock, but in Arkansas, nonetheless, very good contractor, very good, very super good guy, great, li- great listener of the show. So we thank him for that. And the episode is about going solo, you know, and this happens to a lot of guys in in their career for various reasons. Some guys want to go solo. There's a decision that they want to do. This is something that they look forward to. And some guys were forced into it uh, for whatever reason. They lost a partner. In one case, I, I remember a, a, a guy, uh, um, I don't know the guy, but I remember him through Facebook or whatever. He lost his partner, his partner passed away. And I think that would be a tough one. And they got along really well. And then you got to, all of a sudden, you find yourself in a situation of going it alone, of uh, handling the load by yourself after having a partner to, to share the load with and share the, share you know the, the the job site stories with and everything and share the 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 stress and the good times and the bad times and and now you don't have that anymore, and I think that would be tough. I feel very sorry for the guy, uh, and um, I actually uh, there's a point in my career that I did I went uh, solo, so we can talk about that. But um, I think it's a good topic. I, I think Mike had a great idea when he suggested this because I think a lot of guys face this. Some guys want this. There are certainly advantages and disadvantages. Maybe we could talk about some of the uh, advantages about of, of doing this. And, so let me ask you a question. When you went solo, mm-hmm. were you working alone? You were doing this by yourself? Yes. I can tell you the circumstances. The last part of my career... I knew my career was kind of winding up. God knows I've accomplished everything that could be accomplished. And um, what else was left? So, uh, (laughs) so, so, um, um, I now you're just going to prove to the world that it was all you. Yes. No. So I wanted the last part of my career. I wanted to get back to being a craftsman. I was running the business all the time and I got further and further away from doing floors, running the business. And um, there was a couple of reasons. And my, I also, I worked with my two brothers and there was enough work, especially at that time. I knew none of us would, would ever stress for work. We, we, we had more work than we could handle always. We were never, never slow. I knew I would have plenty of work. So I left and I did my own thing. I gave my business to my two brothers who today, I uh, still have the business and do phenomenally well. And I'm super proud of both of them. I, like I can't begin to tell you they're, they're studs. They're really, really good at what they do. Um, but when I went alone by myself to do, to do this, I mean, one thing is, gosh, I don't have all the headache of the paperwork anymore and scheduling all the jobs. And I was fortunate. My, my brothers didn't call in sick. They didn't, you know, they were, there was, you could set your watch by a man. So I didn't have issues of, 
any excuses of not being there or whatever. I didn't have any of those problems. Uh, but I, I, I still, I wanted to get back to doing custom jobs and, and where I could spend time on the floor doing things myself and what have you. And right away, the headache of, of worrying about other people went away. I only had to worry about me. Okay. That's a, that's a plus. Um, the downside of it was, and also you, you keep all the money, you know, I mean, it can be, it, that can be, you know, that can be nice. Um, but the downside is you're, it's all on you now. Every, every single aspect of this job is, is carrying the wood. Every little small step is all you all the time, every time, all the time. And that can get to some people. For me, I was so re-energized uh, when I went back and then I loved the craft so much and I just loved what I was doing. So I, I didn't really feel that burden. I, I didn't care about the, the um, I wasn't bothered by the hard work because I've done the hard work and I did it my whole life. And, and you know, I edged. We didn't have edger dollies or what have you. I, I edged like, you know, I edged my entire career and, and um, ran the big machine. And so nothing, none of that was new to me. What it allowed me to do is I, it's amazing how, how much you can streamline everything you do. There is no wasted steps. I, it brought back memories of when I worked with my Uncle Stan, the very first few jobs, when uh, the most memorable one is installing with him. When we had, it was like a three, five, seven plank floor, which back then was like a really wide floor. I was in his way every step. I was younger than him, stronger than him, faster than him, and he blew me away just because every step was perfect. You know what I mean? He wasted no steps. I'm going, taking 10 different steps, looking for my tools. I don't know where the tools are. Where did I set this down? And he's just boom, 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 just clockwork. And um, so by this time in my career, I really enjoyed just streamlining everything so, you know, you, so well that the jobs go, went so smooth and everything, you know, working by yourself. And I enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. Most of the time, there are times when the camaraderie of working with other guys and and what have you, and yes, it would be nice if I had a guy to to to, to help me with this part of the job or do whatever, uh, that was gone. But one worry that I always had that hung over me is what if I what if I get uh, injured? I've never not if I've never not completed a job I've ever started my entire career. If I if I've never had, I've never walked off a job. I've never, never not completed a job. So I was always afraid that what if I injured my knee or something or my back or whatever, and I, and I, and I can't work and I can't finish a job on time. That worried me a lot uh, because that's my reputation and that's just your pride in being a craftsman and doing the right thing and what have you. That was probably what, what, what hung over me the most. And I was in good shape. I mean, you know, I mean, relatively speaking. Uh, but um, thank you. But um, but uh, but I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed that part of it, going solo. I I really did. I I liked that part of the job. Now, I couldn't. Another downside to it is I would see, I would get asked to bid a say a thirty five hundred square foot job, and. I knew I couldn't get that job done in the time frame that they wanted it. So I had to pass on some jobs that hurt a little bit because I know like, wow, this is a big job. It's, this is a moneymaker and I'm by myself. I could do it by myself, but I can't get it done in the time frame that they would want me to get it done in. So. You like being alone, don't you? 
I don't. I. Uh, you do. I, you I like have... fishing alone. You like working alone. <laughs> you like doing yeah. the podcast alone. Um. No, I don't like doing the podcast alone. That's not true. You You there, like but... being alone, though. I can. I'm hearing uh, it. I, I. I'll tell you what. Later in life, yes. I. <laughs> I, I. I. I do. Yes. Poor. Poor Judy. Poor. Oh well, poor, that doesn't. Poor Judy. <laughs> no. I love Judy's the older story. I get, the more I want to be alone. No, that doesn't my, with my own thoughts. The, no, wait a minute. I got to <laughs> clarify that. That's that, that I'm talking about work and my hobbies, whatever. I love my time with Judy is the first and foremost, most, most, uh, my that's a good sure. save there, right? Oh, but I don't need to say I did story. that for you. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, that was all for you. Well, but Judy knows that. So. I hated working alone. Hmm. No way would I, 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 my hat's off to you and there's a lot of guys that I meet at trainings and stuff. My own son, man, how you guys do it by yourself. It's insane. That's a lot. That's a lot of steps to do by yourself. I don't know. Plus I, I just, it would drive me crazy not having somebody to yak to. Well, I'll say this about that. Thank God for the headphones and the and the and the iTunes back then when I was you know when the iTunes had come out. So the music I now you could listen to music whatever you wanted to whatever. Now pod podcasts are out. I could occupy my time on podcasts as I'm working. I've I, talked I, to many guys who listen to us while they're working alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys listen to us while they're working alone. So maybe you struck a chord with them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the well, alone. The alone yeah. guy. But you get to keep, uh, the only thing I agree with, uh, you get to keep all the money. That was a good one. That's nice. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Yeah. I know there I, was times out there where Peter's like, should we really be splitting this in half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I felt like I did a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was Peter. That was never me. Right. Oh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I really feel sorry for guys and I want them to take heart. If you did have a partner and you lost a partner for, for, for reasons, or you find yourself working solo for reasons that you didn't want that you, you know what I mean? That you were kind of forced into this or just the way life happened. You found yourself in this, in this situation. I would say, don't judge it by the first few months, six months, a year, whatever, I'd say give it more time than that. And you might find that, you know, yes, the adjustment is is uh, like off-putting to you at the, at the beginning, but you may, I, I'd be, I'd wonder in a, in, a, in a couple of years, would you ever go back to have to work with other people? I would say a lot of guys probably won't. And they find that they might enjoy that more because there's a, there is a freedom that comes with you don't realize sometimes the amount of baggage, good or bad, but it is a baggage. It's a lot in carrying a company, you know what I mean? And, and all the responsibility that goes along with it. So I, I think that if you find yourself in that situation, uh, not of your own making, but don't, uh, don't um, give it a chance and don't get down on yourself or depressed about it or whatever. And, 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 it may, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's not for you. You might say, you know what? No, it's not for me. Like you said, you just didn't care for it at all or wouldn't care for it at all. But I think if you gave it a shot, I think a lot of people might be surprised that they, they do actually find it that they enjoy it. Hmm. You'd do it again. If you were going to start up, you would no. do it. 
You would do no. it alone. No. Um, see, I was. Uh, here's, here's the other thing. You, you're, there's different points of your in your life, your career, that are that are different. Uh, it's just like marriages. You know, we've been married forty one years. Get it 41. right. 41 years Get I think for right. I think 41 years Get that uh, number right man Yep So you go through stages and and I think like um and and this is this is a kind of another example of like when you're a young kid that live in a small town and you can't not wait to get out of that small town and move to a big city where it's exciting A lot of times in life you find those same people want to want to go back to a small town You know what I mean It happened to me um and um so I think you go through stages in life. Now, if you're asking me today, if I was a starter floor company as a young guy or right now, right now, no. I don't have right now. Well, right now I'm, 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 I can't do floors anymore. I'm, I'm not the man I used to be. You know that. Look at me. <laughs> That's you, sad. You see me wow. rock. That's sad. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, um, there are uh, the the uh, tools out there that are better today than they were in the past that could have added longevity to the career and made for, for, for sure. But at my age, I'm 62. So I would have no desire to start a floor company right now. I mean, it's past me now. But if I was a younger guy, if I was a younger guy, let's let's say if I was 30 years old and I was going to start a flooring company. No, I'd want to do it. I'd want to do it. With, uh, I wouldn't want to work solo at that point. I don't think so. I'd want to grow. You, I want to see how big I could get. You know, you just reminded me of, uh, I did a, I did a school last week up in Montreal. Awesome. Awesome guys. And you were talking about the new equipment and how you couldn't get back to doing it because you're old and, and wiped out. You're gone. It's <laughs> over. Yeah. Right. I mean, the best years are so far behind you right now. Wiped out. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. what's that song? Living on borrowed time. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Anyways, met a guy, George Cavadas from Planche Zillo. Name of his company. Look at you speaking French. Oh, didn't take long. Right. We, oui. we, oui, oui, baby. Absolutely. So, um, this guy was first one to the school every day last one to leave first in last out every day and just loved hanging out talking you know he you just see he was really into the floors you know what i mean he just cool. loved it one of those guys mm -hmm. and listen most 99 percent of the people who come to the training everybody's got the passion if you're coming to a training you probably get the passion for it well you know this guy had the passion and he said to me, he goes, power drive saved my life. I said, really? Wow. I go, that's a, that's a hell of a thing to say. How, how the hell did a power drive ever save your life? And he showed me some pictures of one of the most gruesome table saw accidents I ever had, uh, I ever wow. saw. Wow. Right? And his hands still, the, the one hand still, you know, didn't work right. I even asked him, I go, hey, do you mind if I share the story? He goes, no, 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 not, not at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, he thought his career was over. He really wow. thought, well, wow. I can't, I can't do this anymore. You know, not with, not with the way that his hand is. Mm -hmm. And then he found the power drive. Oh, me damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he, he told the whole story to the class. Um, 
you know, because there were some guys who had never seen the power drive before and, you know, he was going on and on, but uh, everybody's going on and on about it. But when George told his story about what the power drive can do and what it did for him, it, I think that's, uh, that gave him even more passion for the job than he had had wow. before thinking that I'm out, mm-hmm. you know, I love doing this and this accident is, you know, taking me out of it. And he said, once I saw the power drive and tried it and, uh, you know, tried it on a few jobs, he goes, this is it. He goes, I'm back, baby. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, wow. it was, it was a pretty wow. great story, you know, that, and, that, uh, just that part is, of, one of the great parts of being in training is when you hear things like mm-hmm. that, you know, and I'm like, how did a power drive save your life? Come on. And, uh, there you go. That's very cool. Wow. Good for him, man. I, I can, you put yourself in, a, in your shoes when you love doing something or you need to do something, it's your livelihood and you think you're, you're out to give you another uh, breath of life, man. Holy smokes, man. That's, that's, yeah. a, that, that's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. You ever been to Montreal? Yes, I have. Yeah. 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 So it's been really nice weather around here lately. Before you go into the weather, did you have to go through uh, customs to get there or did you go right through or how did that work? Uh, customs. Okay. Why? Just curious if they asked you for papers or if you was going to get into a long story about uh, getting into Canada, but but continue. I have no idea where you're going with this. Your memory, how, how can you, I just, I threw you a softball right there. Okay. Do you, remember, do you remember that crappy story you told us about getting into Canada that, that, uh, that took about 10 minutes to tell you? Tell I asked you where you were. You said I was in Canada. Oh, funny story. I talked to an old lady. She, she, and then I shouldn't have told her that I, so I had to fill out this paperwork. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. You see where I'm going now? No. No, I still don't. You can't, it's not possible that you don't. Swear to God. Oh, man. Okay. So I'm going to, we may probably have to cut this out. We started no, the show. We're not cutting anything out. Hold I on. remember the story. Going to okay. Toronto. Okay. Met the lady. Yes. Okay. It was, it was a long story that seemingly had no end. Okay. Okay. All right. So when you got done, I said, hang on, we got to make a note to myself. Never ask Rob how he got into Canada. So you see where I'm going now? I try to tie these together to the stories together. I still don't together. see how you're going. No, I still don't un- see. Un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Please continue the story then. I have no idea where I was at. I don't either. <laughs> I was already in Canada. Now you brought me back to go through customs again. And uh, I know Wayne wants me to tell a custom story. I really don't have one for this. The guy was kind of uh, mad that I was going stop. in. Can you stop right but- there for a minute? I'll, I'll just I'll, keep going. Okay, I, I I really hate to to interrupt you. I think you have to be there. <laughs> yeah, I'd like you, third party. Um, what I'm missing here, Eileen. Yes. Do you have I hate being in the middle of this crap. I, I, and I hate doing this to you, but you see why I have to, right? <laughs> Did you Eileen, if you don't come down to my side, I'm taking Pauline's phone away. Eileen, do you see? Do you see where I was going? Oh my gosh, she's going to feel sorry for you this time. I can feel it. 
She's, I don't think any. Ask Chris. I don't she's think on, anybody does. She's on mute. Are you, on, you realize you're on mute, Eileen? Oh, no, sorry. I thought I was off of mute. That's okay. Do you understand where I was going? I do. But I'd like Chris's opinion. I, I, you know what? I think you're right. I think on this one, we need to default to Chris. Chris? Recap the question again. What's it? You, you, have, you have a sense of comedy and timing. Sure. Do you, do you understand where I was going with this? I think so. Yeah, he's told a horrible story last time about getting to Canada. It went nowhere. <laughs> it was boring. It was, frankly, a boring story. I said, hang on a minute, Rob. Let me just make a note to myself. Remind me never to ask Rob how he blah, blah, blah. Now you're telling another story about getting into Canada. So I tried to tie those two stories together. Do you, do you want to tell us how you got into Canada and you had nothing? So you wanted me to remember the last story I told about getting into Canada. Oh, my God. But don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm really not getting it. Yeah. I guess there's Get levels. it. Yeah, because you got into Canada. You had to tell that old lady the whole story about the hardwood floors and stuff. Yes. Yes. So you wanted me to tell that story again? Look, Adam struggle, I mean. He just wanted you to relate the two, but I'm going on mute. Bye. <laughs> He's in his zone right now, trying to think of what uh, his little mind is searching. Yeah, just let me make this putt, okay? Let me make nothing. this putt. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I just got nothing on that. Yeah. Finish, your, finish your story. Okay. Uh, so, went to Canada. <laughs> you... you you asked me if I've been to Montreal. Yes, said, I'm going to try this all over again. Okay. You can tease me about not relating the stories because I still don't get it. Okay. Anyways, Wayne, you ever been in Montreal? No. <laughs> you should probably never go. It's not your kind of place. Okay. Yes, I have. And I love Montreal. Yeah. Well, I have too. And I thought, oh, you know what? The weather's been great around here. It's been like spring. So mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? I'll uh, see if Pauline. Pauline hasn't traveled since COVID. So I'll see if she wants to go to Montreal with me, right? Mm -hmm. We'll go up on for the weekend. We'll walk around, you know, like we're in Paris. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very nice. Flowers, spring, the whole deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I really should have looked at the weather. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was freezing. It was freezing. It was crazy windy. There was no walking around looking at flowers, right? Wow. It was crazy. So you brought her with you? I brought her with me. Crazy weather. And the whole time I'm expecting, you know, we'll, like Paris, you know, walking around, stop at a cafe, have some coffee, a croissant. It, it, I ended up going to Tim Hortons and getting her coffee and some Timbits instead of the, and I said, you know what? This is going to be better. You're going to like this better, right? But I also said, I go, you know what? There's a really great restaurant that a distributor brought me to one time. Well, that place has been closed down. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, Jordan told me about another place to go to. Really, really nice. You know, so I even said to Pauline, I go, 
I'm going to bring the sport jacket. Why don't you bring something nice too? And we'll, you know, oh, look at you. you. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. do fancy her and I, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So we go to this nice place, Gibby's name. Of the place is called Gibby's. Of course I forgot shoes. So now I'm wearing sport coat and work boots. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm wondering, oh damn, you know, Pauline goes, oh, there's a dress code. Yeah. And it's business casual. I'm like, well, hopefully the place is dark. My boots are dark now. Anyways, we get into the place. No problem. Business casual has got to be different up there than it is around here. People walking yeah. in, ripped T-shirts, jeans, sneakers. Yeah. But the, it didn't lower the prices any. But it was great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you a wine guy? No. Not at all. How to, do you know no. how to yeah, order no. wine? I got nothing on wine. You got nothing there, right? Zero. Yeah. Okay. So I thought, I'm not a wine guy either. I'm going to have a glass of wine, though, right? I got a sport jacket now. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Yeah. So I'm having beef, so I know uh, red wine goes with beef, right? I'm looking. And I kind of said, yeah, this one right here looks pretty good. Well, the guy brings the bottle over like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I pointed to the glass of wine. Yeah, but he brings the bottle over and he's showing me the bottle, right? The name. I go, yeah, that was a name on a glass, and he starts opening up the bottle. So I'm thinking, oh, this is great. I'm getting, uh, you know, wine from a fresh bottle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets the cork out, pours a little bit in my glass, just a little splash, right? Yeah. And. Now he's looking at me and I'm like, oh, damn it. I know I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, what am I supposed to do here? You right. roll it around, you sniff it, something mm-hmm. like that. And then you, so he's staring at me. I'm staring at him and I'm like, oh, this is typical. I should have just gone with Diet Coke or coffee. You can't go wrong there. Yeah. So I, you know, all right, take, take a swig of the wine. I go, yeah, that's great. Thank you. You know? And then he pours Paulina glass, and I go, "Oh crap! I just bought a bottle of wine." Mm. He ain't gonna drink it. She don't drink wine. She hates it. Oh no! Yeah. So now I got this whole bottle of wine. It was okay. It was pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I only wanted a glass. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping my ended up talking to my brother-in-law, and he said, "Look, that's this is how you do it. You're just seeing." I go, "What if you don't like it? Do you send it back?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Nah, this is crappy." And he goes, no, that's called uncorking. All you do is you give it a little sniff, taste it to make sure that it didn't go punky in the bottle. Sometimes the cork ain't right or something like that. And so if you're going to order wine, I think you got to know what you're doing. I don't probably never happen again. I should have had a pina colada or something like that. At least, mm-hmm. you know, I'd know how to do it. Just another boring Canadian story to tie in with your. I didn't want to say it. Your boring I, story I, I, about I, I the last time I crossed the border. <laughs> something that, about you. Something about to, to tying that all together for you, huh? Some, something about you when you go into Canada, the stories. Okay, but you did remind me of something. <clears throat> when when your lovely wife followed you into this miserable weather, into these places that were closed, and all these things that went on. Do you, do you know the life cycle of the spawning cycle of a, of a largemouth bass? Do you know how it works? No. Okay. 
the male goes and finds a nest first, okay? Mm-hmm. Then he goes out and he finds a female bass and he prods her over to this nest, okay? Where then she'll lay the eggs, all right? She leaves and then he guards the eggs uh, until they turn into frying and whatever, that's his job. For, but I always wonder to myself, like sometimes women marry stupid men and I'm not saying you, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying you at all, but, it remind me when you were telling oh, that story. Oh my God. No, no. Because, you know, sometimes women do marry stupid men. We've always seen that. I'm not, believe oh. me, I'm, I'm not saying you, Rob. Okay. But, it just but this you story that. reminded you yes. of a guy, of a woman yes. who marries a stupid yes. guy. Okay. I, I always wondered when a bass, when the male bass goes in and makes his nest, then goes and finds a female bass and brings her to the nest, do the female ever go, what the hell kind of place of her nest is this? You know what I mean, especially if it's like the lake drops or something like that, or it's in the wrong, you know what I mean? Like, do, do, do the female bass ever go, whatever, hook up with this loser, this nest is a, is a crap nest, you know what I mean? I could have went with somebody else. Just because I don't know how to order wine or what I'm that's, supposed to that, do with it? That's what that story reminded me of when you said that. So, okay. okay. Let Anyhow. me ask you a question. Yes. Once they do that, the bass, right? Because mm-hmm. I was snorkeling one day at a lake up in the Adirondacks. Yep. And I came across these big circles. Yes. Like this huge, perfect circle, mm-hmm. maybe 10 foot in diameter. No. Like perfectly clean. Yeah. Maybe it was smaller. Maybe it was. Yeah. Okay. But these circles were like perfect. Yeah. Where you could see nothing but sand and then all the yeah. leaves and everything were all kicked around the side of it. And I saw, I go, holy crap, there's a fish in there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Now, is that f- the male or the female? Well, it, it depends on what time. It could have been both of them too sometimes. So when the male goes in there, usually the nest, in my experience, has been, I don't know, about 10, 12 inches wide or so. And they clean, they fan the nest to get all the silt away. So yes. if you ever, you ever yes. catch it. Yes, that, that okay. was it. Yes. Okay. If you ever catch a bass that time of year, look at the underside of the bass and the fins. If he's been fanning a nest, sometimes he'll, his fins will be bloody underneath. Okay. That's uh-huh. what he's doing. Okay. And then when she comes in, now she's out suspended in deeper water. He brings her in. When the weather gets when it gets warm, it's, it's got to be up at around 60 degrees or, or more. She'll lay the eggs. She'll leave. And then now all the, all the bluegill and everything else is, is trying to get to the fry. And, and that, that male is guarding the nest the whole time. She's gone now. She's out. Okay. Okay. All right. I was attacked by a male. Absolutely. Yes. I couldn't believe it. Yes. I mean, this thing came at me like jaws. Yep. It was still only a bass, right? It was still mm-hmm. only 16, 18 inches long tops. Yep. Yeah, that's He funny. came at me with his mouth open like... He could have swallowed the whole mask. Yeah. It was hysterical. Yep. I That's could what... not believe the balls on this fish. Mm-hmm. The way he got. No. Look at the size of me compared to him. Yeah. No jokes. Somewhere we're just, I'm we're not, working on it. We're working on that. I'm, there is no but jokes. he came at me like. Yeah. Like it, I never saw anything in my life. 
oh my god i couldn't believe it, it was the craziest thing i had ever seen all the years snorkeling that was the absolute craziest i saw nothing but mouth when he yeah. was he was right there he never touched me he didn't hit me or anything yeah. he didn't bite me or anything but he came right up to that mass mouth wide open that was pretty cool it was start you know i jumped a little bit mm-hmm. but my god that thing he was some, protecting something man something in that bass spotted some kind of insecurity in you <laughs> you that see he, how i just you see how i give them to you yeah it's you too see, easy you see yeah. i just no I just but, i just give them to you man so so when you're fishing that time of year and your bait goes across that nest you'll see i've seen him pick up the bait and 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 swim with it and just drop it out he's not eating he's not picking up that bait to eat it he's trying to either kill it or get it away from the nest wow he's not at that time he's not hungry he's not trying to eat so anyhow i don't know where in the world we went with this podcast i don't know how we expect to get to another 200 um at this rate i'll just stop going to canada that would help i think that that would yeah yeah. yep appreciate it eh? yeah no more no more canadian stories and uh but we'll make sure that you do another 30 or 40 cat stories because yes yeah people are just living for those cat stories they love them thank you you know i thought that canada story started out pretty good though i mean the guy the injury and you know power drive so you think i should have just i should have just ended it right there that i would have killed it at the end of that yeah okay that was a good story in all seriousness that was a really good story yeah so okay we're um so when we said that this show is going to be about going solo Mm -hmm. i thought the show was going to be about yeah i'm trying to get us back on track you got us about as low as it can get right there when you said solo that was that was the low right there so that that canadian story oh i i bet i could go lower i got locked out of the house the other night i could tell that story mm-hmm. yeah save that for another time after okay. your cat story i'll okay after a cat story i'll do that story <laughs> <laughs> but when you said let's do a show about going solo i thought you meant like me leaving the family business and starting my own business well you're yeah. talking about you're talking about leaving somebody and doing this by yourself so well it, it could be that too it could be that's, that's another side of it too is that you make it that's making that decision to go on your own okay so i i've talked about some reason maybe you didn't want to go you know you didn't want to do it but there's that you're right there's a, the other side of that is you know what i think i'm ready to go on my own i think that's another that's another part of this and that's a that's a that that's a pretty scary animal too yeah that actually could be a whole other show yeah i think think probably should make it another why don't we just do that on another show because uh the notes i sent over to today was more about that than the solo thing yeah and i gotta be honest with you i uh you don't really read the notes that i send you i know that i just today i didn't have time so yeah even when you do have time i I do do i do Okay. Oh, I, I wanted to say something too. Remember the, uh-huh. the, the, the show we did with um, um, uh, the two floor the, the guys walk into a bar? Yes. Yeah. 
I listened to it back. He's my toughest critic. Okay. Not your best work. Not my best work. Yeah. I, How about you? I got to say. You, you killed I, it. I was pretty pleased. You killed it. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, just listen to it back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. And and I do not want to be hard on you at all. I want to make that no, no, of course not. Scorsese. I don't want you to get demoralized. No, I, no. You look, I, you were a you were a born director, so you know you were just yeah born to direct. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we've done all the damage we could on this one. <laughs> My hats off to you guys who were up there doing it solo. Yes. All alone, solo, every day. This job is tough enough, but to do it by yourself every single day is even, it would, would be even tougher for me. So, well, and I, I, th- I, see, to you. I see it the, the other way. I think it can be uh, 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 just a, a really good part of your career that uh, you might really enjoy the freedom, find out you have more time, you're keeping the money to yourself. And um, you might really think, you know what, gosh, I actually really enjoy this and I maybe I, I could have done this sooner and and look at, at that this a uh, lot less headaches, uh, especially if you're seasoned craftsman you really you're really dialed in on what you're doing you don't need anybody else's help on how to do anything, then uh, this might be one of the most gratifying parts of your career. So we'll leave it at that. All right. We agree. To disagree. Once again, 201. Yep. All right. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.